Hello everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Video Games, How Do They Make Money? My name is Tyler, and in this episode, I'll be explaining microtransactions, their pricing, origins, why they're good for developers to make money from, and how it affects developers and consumers alike. This episode is going to be full of controversies, because microtransactions are, well, incredibly controversial. Similarly to DLC, they can be anything from incredibly inexpensive 99 cent or even less sometimes purchases to over a hundred dollars in some games and literally anything in between. They can be found in almost every single game that has some online component to it these days from MMOs to battle royales to pretty much anything. Even some single-player games have microtransactions for cosmetics. So what is a microtransaction exactly? The definition of a microtransaction is a small purchase in a game that gives you something. They pretty much rose to prevalence with mobile gaming. Um, so things like Candy Crush or anything along those lines or Facebook gaming like Farmville. These are games that had incredibly cheap options and purchasing choices for players to be able to get ahead in the game in some way. For example, in Farmville, you could spend just a few cents here and there and make items finish growing faster or build a place faster. And similarly, in Candy Crush, if you ran out of lives, you could buy more. And this made corporations like Zynga and King a lot of money. And so the rest of the video game industry basically looked at that and went, how can we apply that to our games that don't share any core gameplay mechanic with these, with these kinds of products? So they looked to one of players' favorite ways to spend money and ways to customize their experience, and that is cosmetics. So in most cases, as a broad use case scenario, microtransactions tend to be for cosmetics in video games. So costumes or outfits that your characters can wear. For example, in Apex Legends, there are tons of outfits called skins for the Legends that do not impact your gameplay in any way. They just add a little bit of personalization to the character for you. Just like how in MMOs, you can get costumes for your characters to wear that 
usually, and I will address this in a little bit here, usually do not affect gameplay or mechanics or anything like that. They just make your character look a bit different and feel more personalized to you. That said, some MMOs do offer ways for microtransactions to let you get ahead in the game in some way. For example, some games are considered pay-to-win in that you can spend real money and quote-unquote win the game or get an unfair advantage in the game because of microtransactions, because you can either directly buy gear that makes your character more powerful or buy things that you can then sell in a player economy that will let you make money to buy whatever you want in the game. An example of this was Ion. Ion, a few years back, and it's an MMO run by NCSoft, and a few years back, they introduced a cash shop with microtransactions. And with it, you could sell anything you bought there in the auction house, which would then be able to be bought by other players for their in-game money. And then you would be able to go and buy incredibly overpowered weapons or armor or anything like that, really, without having to actually play the game. A brand new account, brand new character could go in, spend $100 on the game, and be equally as powerful, if not more so, than someone playing for months or years. So with that, players generally look at microtransactions as predatory and unfair unless, like in Apex Legends, they are purely cosmetic. Because from a game design standpoint, it is unfair for someone to be able to go and spend money on a game and not have to be good at it to be able to play at the level of people who have been refining their playstyle for years. Another controversy that microtransactions face is in the form of loot boxes. Loot boxes are items that you can buy in games like Apex or Overwatch or most EA games used to have loot boxes, I believe, but they were removed. And what a loot box is, is a randomly generated box that you can buy for a dollar, five dollars, what have you, that contains randomly chosen items. And you can get anything from one of the rarest skins or cosmetics in the game to something that you could play one match and get. And players feel like these are very predatory, both because they are, in a sense, a form of gambling, which can take advantage of people who are maybe a little bit more inclined to form an addiction to gambling, 
as well as children, as it introduces the concept of gambling to children at potentially very young ages with very, very real consequences. Now, granted, some loot boxes are less frowned upon than others because they are, again, purely cosmetic. They don't have anything of real value inside other than just a neat little costume for a character. Some games, however, do have actual gear and armor and items in these loot boxes. So a developer has to be very, very careful if they're going to use microtransactions. Now, all that said, microtransactions are not inherently bad, and they're also not inherently a death touch for a game. There are games, for example, Apex, which I have mentioned quite a few times throughout this podcast, that do it well and in a way that people are generally okay with. For example, $10 in Apex will get you a skin. And that's it. The skin offers no benefits, as I said before, other than just a personalized little touch for you and your character. And in the gaming sphere as a whole, these kinds of transactions have gained a bit of acceptance and normalcy. It's not unusual for a game to release and be able to buy a skin or anything like that for $5 here, $10 there. Another example is Fortnite. Every single day, every 24 hours, at 6 p.m., the Fortnite in-game store refreshes, and an entirely new batch of skins, both new and returning releases, is available to purchase for the next 24 hours for anywhere from 5 to $20. And that's normal. That is also how a lot of free-to-play games make their money and not only maintain and make profit for the company, but also directly fund new content for that game. So with all this said, there are more pros and cons to think about for microtransactions because developers have to be so incredibly careful because one of the biggest cons is how stigmatized they are in gaming culture. Gamers have been taught by experience to view them as potentially unfair to players and overall harmful to games health and longevity. But a pro is that it can severely increase the longevity of a game by making it so there's more money coming in regularly rather than initial purchase then buying a DLC and then waiting for more and just hoping your player base 
will grow enough to continue buying the base game, the DLC, and all that. So microtransactions can be a bit of passive income, so to speak. It's not entirely passive because work still has to be done on it, but there are things that make it worthwhile for developers. One more thing about microtransactions that I forgot to mention is that a lot of games are now introducing battle passes, which in a way I do associate with microtransactions because a battle pass is something that runs for the duration of a game season. A game season can be anywhere from a month like in Ion to three months like in Apex Legends and Fortnite. And what a battle pass is, is it has tons of customization items to use in the game that usually would be microtransactions, but rather than buying them outright, you spend $10 on a battle pass and get usually about $100 worth of cosmetics back out of it if you play enough and finish the pass. Additionally, the vast majority of battle passes let you earn in-game currency that can then be used for another battle pass or for a skin or something else. So in a way, players are able to make an investment of buying one battle pass for $10, and then if they save the currency that they get from it, until the next season, they can get every battle pass for free after that. So it really is a mixed bag of how the de developers implement it, how the players receive it, and developers working with their player bases to make sure everything feels fair and feels decent. So, with that, that sums it up for microtransactions. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.